The Truth News Network. Politics is hard to explain. The truth is hard to find. And spin is everywhere. From the mountain peaks of Zurich to the cathedrals of St. Petersburg, the Truth News Network is spreading reality. And here with your daily dose is Dan Newman. Oh my goodness, has this illegal immigration stuff gotten totally out of control? It really has. Hello everyone, I'm Dan Newman. Welcome to Truth News Network. Today, illegal immigrants' real rights. We're going to take a look at them. There's a whole lot of stuff up in the air, a whole lot of a conversation, but not a lot of truth floating around. Let's get started with this. The U.S. Supreme Court has interpreted long ago that those from outside the U.S. who are not U.S. citizens, when stepping foot on U.S. soil, are given the rights of all U.S. citizens under the law. This includes all those illegal immigrants who sneak into the country through our southern border, And it looks like there are going to be about a million of those who do so this year. If you've ever wondered what is their reasoning for sneaking in and taking such great risk in doing so, now you know. Once here, the path to citizenship is not nearly so simple nor easy. It takes a long time, and it's intense. Americans are comfortable that it should take a long time, and it should be intense. After all, these immigrants are all desirous of living in the greatest country on earth, the United States of America. And, don't forget that song, Anything Worth Having is Worth Hurting For. That's a little country ditty written by my brother. But it is definitely the truth. Sadly, though, most of these illegals that find their way into the U.S. have no desire to immigrate to America legally. This in spite of the fact that a million come to the U.S. legally each year. They are actually enticed to come to the U.S. outside of the legal process to do so. That seems a little bit strange, especially when you look at some of those who are doing the enticing. Well, there are Mexican cartels very willing to accommodate their travels and sneak them into the U.S., though at a hefty price. And then there are those in Washington who are willing to do just about anything to facilitate their easy entry and permanent status and residence when arriving. President Trump promised in his 2016 campaign when elected he would fix the illegal immigration problem in America and close the southern border. But his hands are tied. Congress makes all the laws. Even a president cannot do that. He can and sometimes does, issue executive orders, which every president in history has done, but they are not comprehensive and as enforceable as laws. And every immigration executive order this president has issued has been immediately questioned in federal courts and have stopped their enforcement. Congress simply refuses to pass new or repair old immigration laws sufficient to stop that flood of illegals into the South. For two weeks, President Trump has publicly warned that ICE agents would be canvassing several large U.S. cities to find and arrest illegals who have deportation orders issued by an immigration court and have ignored those orders and are remaining in the U.S. illegally. When the news came out, Democrats went stark, raving crazy. The leftist mantra damning this president skyrocketed. You have certainly read and I'm sure you've seen the media pundits going after Trump for doing so. 
And they all ignore one fact, the fact that we're talking about today. Most important in this illegal immigration situation, they are here illegally. They're here illegally. Let me say that again to get that through. They're here illegally. But that makes no difference to elitists. A few heavyweights have even gone into the fray regarding these Trump ICE roundups. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat of California, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, and current U.S. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez each gave detailed instructions to illegals in the U.S. on how to avoid deportation. This was a direct result of pending ICE roundups of illegals who have defied deportation orders from those immigration judges, and they're here illegal. Pelosi said this, quote, If agents come to your house with an ICE immigration warrant, you do not have to answer the door. They cannot search your home without a judicial warrant signed by a judge authorizing a search. AOC stated the exact same thing. Even Hillary Clinton weighed in with similar advice on Twitter. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton weighed in on Twitter urging people to share Spanish language guidelines such as, and pardon my poor pronunciation here, toma foto y videos, meaning take photos and videos. Por favor, comparte, Clinton wrote, or please share. Please keep in mind the following. Two of these are currently serving members of Congress, one of whom the Speaker of the House. One was a U.S. Senator and a candidate for the U.S. Presidency, plus in between being the Secretary of State. They are advising non-citizens on how to circumvent the law. U.S. Federal Law. Does this sound familiar? I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter. So help me God. Let me restate the first part of that. I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies. All three, Pelosi, Clinton, and Ocasio-Cortez, took this above oath of office with one hand on the Bible, the other in the air, to affirm their sworn oath to the nation. Is it not something of a paradox that all three are instructing illegals how to evade U.S. immigration law? a law that was passed by the constitutional process put in place in the very beginning, that process to which all three of these swore their allegiance. Some will say that all of those illegals these three are speaking of and to are not criminals. They just came here illegally. Saying that is absolutely wrong. Regardless of what has been said in national media reports, Those who are being sought in these ICE processes are not just illegals who recently crossed our border. The Trump administration is going after illegals who came to the United States, were detained, were then found by a court of law, an immigration court of law, to have committed some offense that warrants their deportation. They have each been through their entire legal process, including appeals for immigration court findings against them if warranted. 
and have been ordered by the court, even after their appeals, to be deported. These are not innocent immigrants, as Pelosi, Cortez, and Clinton want Americans to believe. These are those who U.S. courts have given the full remedies of U.S. law to prove their innocence of charges made against them and have been adjudicated to be guilty and sentenced to deportation. So that begs a question. We know that thousands and thousands, even millions of Central Americans would love to come to the United States. How should illegals seek asylum the right and legal way? That's been in question too. When we come back in just a moment, we're going to look at the legal definition and the instructions for how illegals can enter or attempt to enter the United States through the legal asylum-seeking process. Just ahead at Truth News Network. You're fighting back the tidal wave of deceit, lies, spin, and ignorance with TNN, the Truth News Network. Long live the courageous, the tenacious, the ones who push forward and give back. Long live the greater good, the helping hand, those who fall and get back up. And long live the truck with the strength to overcome. The will to outwork. And the commitment to outlast them all. Ram, proven to last. While some compromise to be nice, others aggressively hold to the truth. Guess which one we are. TNN, the Truth News Network. I don't know how nice we are, but I tell you this much. We do tell you and we share with you the truth. So how should illegals seek asylum the legal and the right way in the U.S.? U.S. embassies and consulates cannot process requests for this form of protection because under U.S. law, asylum seekers can apply only if they are physically present in the U.S. or at least at a U.S. border or other port of entry. There is a common misconception that U.S. embassies and consulates are basically the same as U.S. soil. Now, it's true that international law protects national embassies and consulates from being destroyed, entered, or searched without permission by the government of the country where they are located. However, this does not give those embassies or consulates the full status of being part of their home nation's territory. Therefore, U.S. law does not consider asylum seekers at U.S. embassies and consulates to be physically present in the United States. However, this does not mean that embassy personnel cannot offer any help at all to people who are in danger and seek their protection. In extreme or exceptional circumstances, U.S. embassies and consulates offer alternative forms of protection, including in most countries, temporary refuge, a referral to the U.S. Refugee Admissions Program, or request for parole to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. A foreign national who seeks asylum in the U.S. may do so either affirmatively or defensively, and we're going to define those two terms. An affirmative asylum seeker is physically present already in the U.S. 
This person must apply for asylum within a year of his arrival. He may be undocumented, living in the U.S. without status, or may have entered the U.S. on a visa, which will soon expire. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services reviews affirmative asylum claims through a non-adversarial interview with an asylum officer at one of eight offices nationwide. The affirmative asylum seeker requests asylum by completing an I-589 application. It asks for personal information about the seeker and the family, and for the grounds of asylum, whether she or he has ever experienced harm or mistreatment or threats, whether she fears harm or mistreatment if forced to return home, whether he or she's been imprisoned or detained in countries outside of the U.S., and other questions. By answering, the asylum seeker can demonstrate that he or she is not barred from asylum for any of the reasons listed in the immigration laws. After interviewing the applicant, the asylum officer may grant the asylum status or refer the applicant to immigration court for removal proceedings where she may pursue, she or he, application for asylum before an immigration judge. A defensive asylum, the other kind, a applicant for a defensive asylum determination is a person who was apprehended after entering the U.S. at a border and applies for asylum while the threat of removal by the Department of Homeland Security looms. An applicant must be in removal proceedings in immigration court to request asylum in this manner. The application is the same, but the asylum seeker must file his or her application with the immigration court with jurisdiction over the applicant's case. The applicant must show that persecution is more probable than not if he or she is forced to return home. What does an asylum seeker have to prove? Those seeking asylum must prove that they are escaping their homeland because of persecution due to race, religion, nationality, membership in a particular social group, or political opinion. The Immigration and Nationality Act explicitly provides these five bases for granting asylum, having been heavily influenced by the 1951 United Nations Convention on the Status of Refugees. Though the first three bases are self-explanatory, persecution due to political opinion and membership in a social group are less clear. Persecution based on political opinion means that the asylum seeker holds political views that his homeland's government doesn't tolerate. An asylum seeker must provide evidence that he or she's their expressed political views have opposed those of his government. He can achieve this by providing evidence of speaking publicly in opposition to the government, publishing opposition literature, taking part in political activities on an opposing side, or joining an opposition political party. Persecution due to membership in a social group is even more difficult. Judges and asylum officers analyzing social group-based claims pay close attention to societal perceptions of the group to which the asylum seeker belongs. As such, the social group can vary in definition and interpretation. In one case, the Board of Immigration Appeals defined a particular social group as a group of persons, all of whom share a common, immutable characteristic. Additionally, the group must be particular and socially distinct. So, let's fast forward to what we're calling the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. There are going to be some who term me as a racist or sexist for referring to Ilan Omar, Democrat of Minnesota, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a Democrat from New York, Rashid Tlaib, Democrat of Michigan, and Ayanna Presley, Democrat of Massachusetts, as the four horsewomen of the apocalypse that comes from the book of Revelation in the Bible. 
Now, my doing so is neither racist nor sexist. For those Bible characters, sex is unknown. The point is, whenever these four appear before a crowd with microphones handy, it seems they are there to discuss only gloom and doom. Very similar to an apocalypse. After this past weekend's tweets about them from President Trump and their response to him on Monday, it's apparent there is an element of those on the left to whom these four speak who surprisingly listen to their untrue characterizations of the president, his policies, but more importantly, the rule of law. Their speeches and attacks on the president are not to inform the public, but to spread a political ideology that is actually not truthful. There is no mass incarceration at the southern border. There is no unilateral action being taken by Border Patrol agents regarding detainees or their incarceration. Border Patrol and ICE agents are simply enforcing United States federal law. Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, AOC, Tlaib, Omar, and Presley each not only support lawbreaking, but they also stomp on the U.S. Constitution by doing so. The rule of law and the rights of every American who look on as Democrats in Congress refuse to honor their oaths of office while aiding those who systematically break the law every day. Folks, those people at the southern border break the law. They ignore the fundamentals of America, though they each, and we're talking about these members of Congress, they each muttered a few sentences from the Constitution while ignoring the principles upon which this nation was founded and the most important characteristic of this nation that led them here, the rule of law. You know, that one, equal justice under the law. None even mentioned the truth about those being deported. But really, is that surprising to you? It's also fair to mention that as they railed against the Trump administration for, quote, inhumane conditions for immigrants at the southern border while keeping children in cages, they forgot to mention they were the only four Democrats that voted no for the $4.4 billion bill Congress passed last week to finally give Border Patrol and ICE the necessary funds to buy bedding, food and clothing, medical care, and to add additional housing for illegals while they are processed, the very things they this week said that President Trump was doing on his own volition. Talk about hypocrisy. Yes, sadly, there are those who hang on their every word. After all, in this social media America, Many get their news only from social media and scarcely seek facts on their own at all. Sadly, it doesn't get much better looking around either of the Democrat Party debate stages. All the 2020 candidates seem to be of the same ilk. When asked who among them supports doing away with criminal charges for those illegals who cross into the United States, all but one raised a hand. In closing, remember this. Without borders, there is no nation. And a nation without laws and laws that are enforced, those nations become a banana republic with mob rule, sort of like Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, and even Mexico to some degree. Those nations that these immigrants 
are fleeing from. They're fleeing from the very things that are just ahead for the United States of America if our Congress and members of Congress don't reassume the rule of law and see to it that this administration and these courts and these law enforcement officials at the federal, state, and local level are supported and allowed to process laws equally and justly for all. That's going to do it for today at Truth News Network. A great lesson with some historical and legal perspective. Having the truth, the whole truth, really helps us make decisions, doesn't it? And good decisions. Thanks for being here with us today. We always try to bring you the meat of what's going on in Washington, D.C., the rest of the United States, and those things around the world that impact you and me directly. We'll be back. Stay with us at truthnewsnet.org. So long, everybody. We don't tell you what to think. But we give you truth to think about. This is TNN, the The Truth Truth News Network. Truthnewsnet.org.